Yo, this is Ty from Novex. Make sure you go check out Novex. It's available now. You can check it out on YouTube channel. Galaxy of Film. Appreciate the support. Holla. Welcome to Awards Bait, the official Galaxy of Film Award Show podcast, where we ask ourselves, what's getting nominated this year? Joining me every other Tuesday is a roster of guest stars to help me answer that very question. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to Awards Bait, everybody. It is Jake once again, and I am joined with a new face. This is the first time on Galaxy of Film for my pal, Mr. Ron Visiglia. I, I mean, obviously, it's not Galaxy of Film. It's Galaxy of Film adjacent, but it's still all under the same umbrella. So welcome to Galaxy of Film. You're the second Mayhem member to come aboard, obviously, it's after nice Will. nice to be here. Yeah, good to have you. Thank you for joining me. Um, a lot of you guys may know Ronnie if you've been following like mayhem over the last like couple of years ronnie's a big big force over there um obviously it's been forever since we've done anything like that but uh but ronnie how's how's everything with you and ronnie's world everything's going good in my world i just moved out got oh. my own place everything's everything's good here very nice i'm very excited nice. to talk about some uh some some movies today hell yeah yeah we got we got best supporting actor so if you if you're unfamiliar if the show has been going uh, every week we've been looking at like an above the line category. Obviously, once we get into the thick of it with award season, the show will change up a little bit and we'll start to focus on different things like, you know, updated predictions and various nominee announcements and things like that. But for now, the structure has kind of been every week we look at a category. So we've looked at best picture, we've looked at best director, best actor, best actress. And then now here we are on episode, what is this, five, four? Best Supporting Actor, uh, I guess it would be episode five. Episode five, wow, we've been trucking along here. And uh, yeah, so this week we've got Best Supporting Actor. Uh, a little bit of news off the top here. Uh, last week uh, I was joined with Michaela for Best Actress and uh, you know, after that show wrapped up, the SAG strike ended. So the SAG strike is now over, so actors can promote their films again. And in turn, actors can campaign for these Oscars. So things are gonna look a little different now. You never know. Uh, Michaela and I were kind of, the one silver lining of the strike was that maybe it won't be a popularity contest this time around where it's like money talks, you know, where it's like maybe truly the best performance can win and the best movie can win. But now that the strike is over, Maybe we're going to get back into that kind of campaign as much as you can. And then the loudest voice gets the win. Uh, I don't know. I don't know your thoughts on that, but uh, but that's kind of what Michaela and I were talking about last week. But now that it's over, I guess there's a lot of good things that came out of it. But that's maybe one of the things that is not so good. But yeah, it'll probably end up back in the boys club where it's like, you know, but most popular movie makes it whoever kind of gets the most voice out there yeah. is going to win the most stuff. Although I th I think Oppenheimer is gonna pull like a Lord of the Rings and win like a bunch of stuff. Oh boy, we'll see. I don't know. I really don't know. I I I hope so because it is still my favorite film of the year. Yeah. But um, but yeah. I mean, since last week, I haven't seen a ton of new Oscar movies. I, a lot of them. Uh, next, uh, 
Thanksgiving, that's when all of them are coming out at once. It's crazy. Um, So a little bit of a preview with that. We've got, uh, I mean, at the time of recording, these films are not out yet, but uh, once this show airs uh, next Tuesday, the 21st, um, we will have, is that right? Yeah, next Tuesday, the 21st, we will have Napoleon coming out in theaters, Saltburn coming out in theaters, Rustin will be on Netflix. Um, So many things are dropping. Uh, You know, obviously a lot of these other films are gonna be expanding even more. Uh, the holdovers is going to be expanding more. I know it's in theaters near us right now. I got a chance to see it oh, yesterday. It's, it's You're going tomorrow. Release? Technically, yeah, it's under a thousand oh, theaters, okay. so it's still okay. a limited release, but it should be going wider in the coming weeks. Um, but yeah, I, we've got a lot of stuff coming out in the next two weeks here. So Thanksgiving is looking busy. So if you if you have a theater near you, oh, Maestro is going to be coming out in limited release. Oh yeah. So a lot of stuff's going to be coming out. So after Thanksgiving, we're going to be full with both food and Academy Award nominations. Uh, good one, Jake. Good you know? One. Yeah, look at me. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to Saltburn. Yeah. Uh, I know one of my coworkers, he showed me like reviews for Napoleon. Mm-hmm. Not great. Not looking, not looking good. That was one of the ones where I felt kind of iffy about, where I was like, you know, I, 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 it could go either way. Ridley Scott's been a bit of a bit of a tough one in the last yeah. couple of years. You know, you I have really the last wanted... duel. I really but, wanted this to do good because yeah. I'm like, all right, you got Walking Phoenix, you got like a three-hour epic, historical yeah. epic about Napoleon. Like this could be incredible. Yeah. And then I'm looking at the reviews, and it's like the bell curve is like three, three, three and a half is like yeah. the max. I'm like, oh. Yeah. It could still be a crowd-pleasing epic, but it yeah. maybe it just doesn't go for the gold all the way, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But I think we were, you know, at the end of the day, were we are we really that surprised? You know. Yeah. No. Really. I know we had hope. We had our fingers. Yeah, crossed. I had hope more yeah. than anything yeah but uh i don't know without further ado we can get right into it here but ronnie are there any films i mean we, we both have a little bit of a list here of what you know is looking good obviously the the weeks if you've been listening to the show i have my three you know sure bets iffy for now and no chance categories um but before we get into that are there any that are not on this list that you have in mind potentially i know it's been a long year um Ooh. But Let me I don't, look really quick. I know I one that's not on the list there, but one that I kind of think is going under the radar is um can't even remember the guy's name. That's how unprepared I am. But um, <laughs> the main character's husband in past lives. Not yeah. her not her soulmate, yeah. but yeah, the, yeah, the her guy. husband. That that's fair. Yeah. I, he won't win. I don't no. think he'll win. Yeah, absolutely nothing. But no. yeah, I could see that because he plays a, a fully like I'm the bad guy without being a bad guy in any way at all. It was such and like he, a nuanced thing, and I thought it was yeah. so interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, that 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 that's one that yeah I could I could agree with that one that yeah. that sh- that could merit some it should merit something, but it's not. It, it's I he was one of those guys where I was like you know he's he's doing a lot with the little he has you know and yeah. I felt that way when I saw it and it stuck with me for a while where he's just kind of like. You know who am i to stand in between true love and I, it's just like you yeah. feel for him you're like you kind of should be like damn like you're the obstacle like you're the asshole kind of here but you 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 feel for him because you're like this guy didn't ask for this like it's not his exactly. fault and he's a nice guy so it's like yeah he's doing the best he can with the card he was de- with the cards he was dealt but uh yeah no way no way no way is he gonna get in there um and it's no. unfortunate but you know he's he's one that i had in mind um 
but yeah, I mean, I don't know if you had any others. Otherwise, we can jump right into it. Um, we could probably jump right in. I'm looking at yeah. my stuff that I've seen. Nothing pops out. Maybe, I mean, did Air come out this year? Air did come out this year. Maybe, maybe like one of them. But yeah. For me, Affleck. Air, Air, Air was like you know kind of a crowd pleaser. It was yeah. fine for me. But yeah, maybe, maybe Affleck he played like a snarky sort of yeah. like I'm a business guy, but we're kind of homegrown Nike Corp before they became big. Yeah. Um. Again, that's not going to get anything at all. I don't, I honestly, I, I gotta say, I think, not to spoil next week, but I think Air is going to wind up, if, if if enough of these movies don't hit, like, you know, like you just mentioned, Napoleon is kind of polarizing. Yeah. Saltburn is mixed from what I've seen. Really? I've, Saltburn's oh, mixed. Okay. Yeah, Saltburn's been mostly negative, actually. But I'm still very excited to see that. Yeah. Um, but Saltburn's been one of those ones where it's like, oh, this isn't going to be anything, but like, it's a fun, good movie. Um, yeah. You know, it's one of those where, and then even like, you know, what else is on here that, that really might not go all the way. Like, I still think maybe there's a chance that like Barbie misses best picture. I know a lot of people think Barbie's getting in there, but um, I think there's a chance. Yeah, I could, I could very easily see it mixing. You know? Cause, so, Cause you, yeah. You never know. And you know, air has been one that like people keep kind of talking about where it's like, don't, air came out in april but you never know um that's true you know so who knows and that was one of those ones where it came out early like it came out very early but Mm. i still think viola davis is gonna get in there for supporting actress i think she'll get in there for sorry what movie again for for air for uh she oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think i think i think she'll be in there i really do um yeah that's that's been sticking with me for the whole year yeah again it was like not a very huge role but no. she played it exactly, you know, to life of what yeah. really happened. And she had and enough of those moments, it. you know, she had yeah, enough of those, exactly. like, they could play this clip, you know? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, let's get right into it. Uh, best supporting actor. We've got a list of 10 here. Uh, mm-hmm. So much like before, got the sure bets, if you for now and no chance. And Ronnie, starting off with sure bets here, we've got Robert Downey Jr. in Oppenheimer, Robert De Niro in Killers of the Flower Moon, and Ryan Gosling in Barbie. Two Roberts and another R name. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, these are like no-brainers. Like, this has been one of those things where it's like, you know, it looks like Downey Jr. is probably going to walk away with it, to be honest. Yeah. But I, I, never I, know. I think, I think he should. I yeah. mean, given the context of what kind of movie it is and mm-hmm. what the Academy usually goes for, I think he'll win. I don't think – I think just Ryan Gosling – I think the this, the whole portrayal of Barbie in general kind of makes it like, oh, it's not as prestigious of a film as yeah. Killers of, of the Flower Moon or even Oppenheimer. Um, I, I mean, even even Killers, that could, like, sneak up and win because it's one of those movies, again, where the Academy's yeah. like, this is a historical movie. It's kind of – not old-timey, but you got all these old-timey actors in it. Certainly. You got the prestige of Florence Scorsese. But I do think, and I, I believe uh, De Niro will win it. Oh, do or you? Not, not, no, sorry, not De Niro. Oh, uh, Downey Jr. Robert yeah, Downey yeah, Jr. Yeah. I think he'll win it. He was so good in Oppenheimer. He plays the perfect, like, trying to seize power, just asshole, mm-hmm. behind the behind the scenes, pulling all the strings. And then just as soon as he gets caught, just like, all right, it's over. Yeah, just like exactly. Perfect, so good. Exactly. And it's one of those things also where it's like, we talk about this every week, but... Academy loves their stories, their mm-hmm. comeback. Like, and, and this dude was literally in the trenches before Iron Man. And it's like, 
And then even know, even after Marvel, you heard him. You, there's a famous quote going around, and he's like, "I don't know if I could even act after all those movies." Yeah, and it's and like he it, comes out and uh, like the best performance. Yeah, like yeah, since never given before. Yeah, exactly. It's fantastic, and it's like, and it it just goes to show you, like, I mean, there were people, there were people back when, back when Endgame came out, where it was like, hey, if Marvel pushes for best supporting actor because it's yeah. an ensemble cast, like nobody's mm-hmm. really the lead. Downey Jr. could sneak in there for Endgame. Like, he yeah. was so good in that. So people want him to be recognized for these things because course, the comeback yeah. story is strong. So I agree with you. I think Downey Jr. is going to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's it's it really would help that... Narr- not that not that we don't want this, but, like, there's been that report going around where it's like, oh, Marvel wants Downey Jr. and Chris Evans and all of them yeah. back. Where it's like, you know, if he wins an Oscar, that kind of solidifies him as, like, no, keep doing this. Not yeah. that not that Marvel's bad or you're above that, but like move forward. Like do something new, do something different and you know, yeah. you, you did the Marvel thing. You had a you had the best arc in the entire universe like Yeah, there's no reason to go back to it. No. The only, exactly. and again, the only reason Marvel's even trying this is because everything they've put out since has pretty right. much flopped. Right. It's just every like every next release has been bad besides right. obviously Guardians or um, spider-man yeah spider-man yeah yeah that's like that it. it's just been like just plummeting down in quality yeah. and, and fan interest it's true so no he should definitely stay away but obviously the money might pull him back in just for another role it's true yeah you never know i mean and i'm down for it with like a certain to a certain extent but like i would love to see him like win and then just like move on yeah and, like well, just... i think i think i might even go the other way i think if he does win he's like all right i finally got my i got my oscar i did my like big my big performance now yeah. i can now i'm being given this again let me just go back and do this like i Get already kind of did what, best what, of both worlds kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah sort of maybe yeah. maybe you never know but uh we'll, we'll see what happens but yeah i think de niro and gosling just being there is kind of a win where it's like you yeah. know de niro's like this legacy actor where like i mean mm-hmm. he's he's got the acclaim but he was he was really good in killers of the flower oh, moon i i very much enjoyed him and i, I actually i think he was like obviously next to molly he was I think he was like the standout for me. Like yeah. he was even better than DiCaprio in my opinion. Oh yeah, I think yeah, I think DiCaprio kind of played. I mean, because obviously to the real life. Yeah. Um, Burkhart, I forgot his first Earl, Earl yeah, Ernest, yeah. Or yeah, Ernest, he was just like you know, kind of a a kind of dumb, aloof, like didn't really yeah. fully have a plan of what to do next. And obviously, you have Robert De Niro guiding him. Yeah. And just being evil, which right. An old white guy plays it best, you know. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I think and DiCaprio, it's like nothing we haven't seen before from him. Yeah. Like De Niro, it's like he's kind of frightening at times in that, where it's yeah. like it's like, damn, this dude is ruthless. And it's like I think it was fun seeing him kind of play like a full fledged kind of villain. Like I thought that mm-hmm. was cool. Um but yeah, and then also playing against type, Ryan Gosling, I thought he was, you know, going into the we saw it in Nice Guys. We saw it in Barbie, you know, he's he's he really when he leans into the comedic stuff, he's of force to be reckoned with and he's yeah. so funny and more people don't i mean more directors or people in hollywood don't for some reason recognize that i know well it looks like they're starting to because he looks great in the fall guy that movie coming out with oh him yeah, and, yeah yeah where he's like the stunt man that looks hilarious yeah. um and it looks like it looks like that could be another thing where and it could lead to this big gosling renaissance where everybody's casting him and I, again i think the nomination is a win. I don't know if he's ever been nominated before. I can't remember, but um, uh, that's a shame. He he's should. A good he, actor. I agree. Yeah. Um, I totally agree. He might have for um, 
He might have for the for the uh, Neil Armstrong one though. Let me let me fact yeah, check that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, I think that did kind of get. Oh no, he 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 was nominated for La La Land. I'm crazy. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so he's he's fine. But um, yeah. but the nomination for that would be great because you know it's Barbie. It's a role. Like, it's a role not accustomed to him. Obviously, we all see the 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 memes of him being right. basically mute, can't talk to to women. The drive the drive scene. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. he gets a lot of those roles. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see he's getting nominated. Obviously, he got nominated for La La Land, but it's nice to see him get nominated for Barbie, which is like a huge blockbuster hit. And right. he's he's he's, per, he's playing into like this role that's specifically comedic. Exactly. And it's, and it's nice that he gets recognition for that. I agree. Um, yeah, no, he's great. Um, Iffy for now, I have four contenders here. Um, Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things. I haven't seen Poor Things. You haven't either. It's not out yet. Um, so that's the only reason I have him is Iffy, but like a lot of the, the other places are placing him very high up. Yeah. So I'm sure he's fantastic in it. Mm-hmm. I have no problem putting in him, him in Sherbets. The only reason he's here is because I haven't seen the movie. So that's that's why. But Mark Ruffalo, I'm sure he's great in it. I also have Willem Dafoe in Poor Things because there's been a couple years in a row now where like two actors from the same movie will be in supporting categories. Mm-hmm. So like last year you had Stephanie Hsu and Jamie Lee Curtis from from Everything Everywhere All at Once. You had uh, Brendan Gleeson and Barry Keoghan from um, Banshees of Inisherin. Inisherin. So I, I think there's like kind of a pattern emerging there where like they want to award like the two kind of fun, wacky side characters in the movies. So mm-hmm. I think Willem Dafoe looks like the crazy Frankenstein thing that he's doing in that. Like that might be something worth nominating um, as well as Mark Ruffalo. So I think those two can maybe pull a, you know, Inisherin and everything everyone all at once and just come in there. Um, I don't know yeah. though. We'll see. But I kind of feel good about that five. I really do. That That would be my five. A very strong five. Like that's a really good year. I think, obviously Willem Dafoe every every movie he's in now is fantastic. Like a, he is incredible in it. Yeah, so agreed. Like, pretty much any movie he's in, he's mostly he should at, at least be nominated for something. I think so too. But you never know. Um, I yeah. do also have Coleman Domingo for the color purple. Coleman Domingo is is like out of nowhere, kind of sneaking into all of these different films. Like he's. He's in Rustin, which he's kind of in contention for lead actor there. Um, okay. I, I I really kind of think it's ultimately he might just be like eating himself, where it's like I don't think I don't think he's gonna pull a Scarlett Johansson and be nominated in two separate categories in the same year. So I don't think they're gonna want to do that. I think they're gonna want to spread the love this year, especially with everything with like the strikes and everything. They're gonna want to have as many celebrities there as possible. So I really feel like maybe he'll push it an actor and not supporting actor for the color purple. Also. Color Purple. I don't think anybody's seen that yet. I think they're starting to screen it like tomorrow, so we'll have more of an idea then. Um, but but I don't I don't know. Uh, and then finally, for if for now, I have Charles Melton from May December. This is one that I also have no idea about because haven't seen it, haven't heard much about it. But from what I hear, uh, the performances of Natalie Portman, Julianne Moore and Charles Melton are all great and they can all be nominated in separate categories. But um, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I really haven't heard that much buzz about it. I I don't know. I think it's coming out on Netflix December 1st or something like that. Um, but I don't, I don't really think it's going to get in there uh, just because that movie, I don't think is going to go all the way. Um, 
you know, in Todd Haynes' previous film, Carol, that was that was nominated a bunch, but and I think for some acting categories too. But I'm not getting the same like strong reaction. Yeah, I've been here. Like I don't know. I, I just don't. There's not enough like overwhelming support behind behind yeah. Charles Melton this year. And, and obviously, um, it's not nothing. Both. I mean, the, that and the color purple aren't out yeah, yet, so we can't really right. make any opinions on what their performance was. It's like, yeah, it's true. So maybe Charles Melton does kind of blow me away, and I'm like, yep, nope. Push Defoe out, get him in there. Like I think Defoe yeah. is Defoe is the one that's kind of in in a, in a dangerous spot where it's like yeah. he can very easily be interchanged. I think because I mm-hmm. haven't seen four things, haven't seen the color purple, haven't seen May December, and I also don't know if Willem Defoe is going to be in a lot of that movie. You know, I think that can ultimately be the thing that kills him. Where yeah, it's like it could be like the it could be like the Northman. I don't know if you're going to say that, but the Northman, where he's in it for like, yeah, basically, can, I mean, he's in, he's he's used sparingly throughout, but he's really only in it for like the first fifteen minutes, right? And it's like you know, it, I I could see, I I don't know, I don't know, I know Poor Things has like been screened and a lot of people have seen it, and people mm-hmm. think he's good in it, but yeah. you know, not enough people are like another double movie year, like where the yeah. two guys from the same movie get nominated. I don't, I haven't been hearing enough of that. I just yeah. feel strongly about it because. I think Poor Things is going to be one of those like 12 nomination kind of movies. Like I think that yeah. and Oppenheimer are going to be the ones that just just rack it up because it's like I think the Flower Moon thing has been there's been a little bit more of like a push and pull because not a lot of people adored it. Um but I think mostly everybody's loving Poor Things and mostly everybody loved Oppenheimer. So I think those two are your two horse like that's the, that's, that's the two front runners mm-hmm. whereas Flower Moon is kind of like the kind of dark horse where it's like you never know but then the rest i actually i also think and i'd be curious to talk about it tomorrow i think the holdovers could sneak in there as well because i think that is like your green book thing where it's like yeah it's the feel-good movie it's so like heartfelt and nice by the end and we'll talk about let's talk about them now no chance category unfortunately perfect segue from the holdovers dominic sessa for the holdovers he plays the uh the kid that gets left behind yeah. Uh, in the school uh he's he is first of all i think he's more of a lead um i think it's i think it's him and giamatti together yeah um, but obviously you can't have the two like i think giamatti's kind of locked in for actor so i don't think you're gonna you're gonna want to push those two in the same category because it's mm-hmm. just not smart yeah. it's smart to push him here um but i've seen the holdovers and dominic is great in it um every, all three of them are great in it him uh, Paul Giamatti, and then the lunch lady that stays behind as well, uh, Divine Joy Randolph. She's really good. I think she's getting in. Um, oh, for Best Actress? For Best Supporting Actress, oh, yeah. Best Supporting, sorry, yeah. For sure. I think she, uh, we'll talk about her next next episode, but definitely her as well. But Dominic Sessa, this is his first film ever. So Jeez. he's got a long, he's got like that, it's 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 that same kind of like Lucas Hedges thing, where I don't That's remember. exactly what I was going to say, that name. Yeah, I don't remember what Lucas Hedges' first film was that we saw, but like, mm-hmm. as soon as you saw him, you're like, oh, yep, he's going, yep. he's going to be everywhere. And like, yeah. he was for a little while, but the, I don't know, I haven't seen Lucas Hedges in quite some time, but yeah. I, it's got that energy where it's like, you know, like not this year, I think it's too stacked for you, but like, keep doing this and you're getting in there at some point and you're winning at some point. Like, he's so mm-hmm. good. Um, and it's surprising because like, I looked it up after, I'm like, there's no way this is his first movie. And it was, and it's like, goddamn! Like, he packed a lot of emotion into it, and I thought he was fantastic. Um, so any other year, I think he'd be in there, but I don't know. Yeah. I just think 
And you never know. You never know. That's another one where it's like, if enough people love the holdovers over the holidays, maybe that's maybe Dominic Sessa gets in there. And it's just the Academy loves it so much that they're just like, we, yep, get them in there. Yeah. Just show as much love as you can for the holdovers. Maybe, but I don't know. I don't feel super strong about it. Um, but, but yeah, what are your expectations? I know you're seeing it tomorrow. What are your expectations? So I know when I was first seeing the trailer for it before movies, I was like, the first, like the first time I saw it, I was like, all right. I, I'm like, really? I'm, I was kind of just like, whatever about the movie. And mm-hmm. then as I kind of saw it more and more, and obviously I saw some of the reviews come out and I saw your review. Yeah. I was like, okay, now you've piqued my interest. Like, this looks like this could be really good. And what you've said about it is, well, I thought it would be, if it was to be good, it would kind of lean into being, like, heartfelt and, like, sort of a bonding experience. Because, obviously, from what the trailer shows, the kid gets kind of left behind to the school during, like, a winter break. Mm -hmm. So, what you said makes sense and what I thought it would kind of lean into, which is good. It's not not like it's a bad thing to be, not predictable, but kind of to know what, what I'm kind of in for. But... You know, at first I was eh, about it, but now I'm like, oh, I'm I'm excited to see you tomorrow. Good, it'll be yeah. a good time. I'm I'm expecting like four, four and a half from you. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. Expecting. Yeah, I th- I think so because it's like the big my big thing with it was like there's a certain point where you're like, oh, it's about to wrap up, and then it's like 30 more minutes, and I'm like, this is a little long. Like it's, it doesn't uh, need to be this long. It's like yeah. two hours and like 13 minutes, but I didn't like want to leave. Like I really oh, did no, enjoy course, yeah. like being there. Mm-hmm. Um. And you know, I, I liked it a lot and I want to see mm-hmm. it again, but I think I think that's I think that's where like some people are gonna be like, all right, you know, <laughs> it's it's a yeah. little long. This is like a, a sub two hour movie, I think. But yeah. it should have been anyway. But I, I I loved it. Um we'll save the big one for last. Um t- another one, Teo Yo from Past Lives. I okay, this is another one where I feel like he's a lead actor. Yeah. I I kind of feel like it's like it's a click between him and him and the lead actress. Um, he's great in it, but again, it's one of those things where I think it just came out way too early, and I don't think Past Lives is ultimately going to be this big front runner that everybody really wanted it to be in the beginning of the year. Um, yeah, it still is like up there as one of my favorites, though. But oh yeah, I mean, I, even the first time I saw, it, I know you you loved it. Oh, I yeah. saw it and I really liked it, and then I was a few, like a few weeks ago, I was like. I mean, I kind of want to watch Past Lives again. So it's, it's like, those are like the movies you want in your life that you're yeah. like, I've seen them. And in a few months, you're like thinking about it. You're like, man, I got to see that movie again. Because yeah. sometimes you see a great movie the first time, never think about it again. Yeah. It's the ones that kind of stick with you that you're like, okay, this is, this one might have wheels to carry on for like maybe the rest of my life. But uh, yeah, totally. I, I, yeah, I, I agree. I think the, I mean, I think the issue, for me, not the issue for me, but the issue I see is that it's it's kind of his performance in the movie overall is kind of quiet and subtle. Yeah. With its approach, it's not very bombastic and being like trying to show this sort of intimate, delicate dynamic between these two people who used to love each other and now they literally can't love each other because of their circumstances. Um. But it was a very good time, and yeah, I agree. He he should be. Should be, but he's not going to get nominated for anything, I don't think. Yeah. His, his performance was too subtle and just kind of like he played what he was supposed to do. And it was kind of like it fit exactly how it should, but for the context of the story, it's not going to gain any traction, I don't think. 
for sure. Um, actually, one more I forgot to mention in here, and I think there's, I think he's a no chance because I don't think he does enough with the role. Um, and we also just saw this same person get nominated last year and almost win, Jacob Elordi for Elvis for Priscilla. Um, uh, I didn't, I, I, I honestly like he was good in the movie. Okay. He was yeah. good, but mm-hmm. it was just one of those things where it's like you know. This comes this is coming out a year after Elvis. And it's Elvis, like yeah. everybody loved Elvis. Austin Butler almost won. He, you know, he he didn't beat Brennan Fraser, which, you know, good. Um, but <laughs> but it's like Austin Butler, like, you know, that was like his role. Like he yeah. took that and like made it his life. And like Jacob Lordy, like, and, and not not saying that I don't like Jacob Lordy or anything, but like, you know, it's just kind of like, uh, like, like it's Priscilla's movie through yeah. and through. And it's but even then it's like he's he's got the more because he's elvis but it's like and i think that's the point of the movie where it's like you know she's always kind of been like the sideline and it's like and it's sad and you know all this stuff but like i don't think he does like enough with it and i don't think he's given enough with it and i also think he's in the movie like way too much i did not think he was in it that much i thought he was going to be more of like an in and out kind of character and it was going to be a priscilla character study but it was more of like a he was a co-lead and I was another thing where it's like, he's in it too much, I think. So I think he ultimately just cannibalizes himself. And also he, I don't think there's room for him. And I don't think there's ever been like, I don't think he's, it's too like that movie's too like the movie's out of five for the whole thing with like a couple of times where it jumps up to seven. It never goes to the 10 where it's like, it's, Mm. this is amazing. Like it never goes there. Yeah. It just, it just kind of sits at a five and there's a couple of like, Elvis outbursts and then it's like, okay, this is a seven right now. And then, it, and then it dips again. Yeah. And it's like, this is very quiet. It's like, it's very like, it reminded me of Spencer, that movie with Chris, uh, Kristen, I said this last week too, but like, it was just one of those like very kind of dreamy, quiet, like chill a 24 vibes where it's like, this is fine. But like, you know, it never goes there and it could, yeah. it could, it, could, it should go there, but it didn't. Um, for me, but our last one here, and this is something that we both agree on here. <laughs> I really think he should be, but he will not be. And that is Glenn Howerton for Blackberry. Yeah. Blackberry yeah. is such an underrated gem and it came out again too early. Yeah. And with, with no, I don't even know what studio made that film, but they don't have a budget to campaign this at all. Yeah, no. So, I remember I, no I walked into that just being like, let's go watch this. It yeah. looks interesting. It looks good. And I came out and I was like, wow, that was like, I mean, at the time, that was one of the, the first movies I saw of the year. Yeah, I was yeah. like, this is going to be like one of my favorite movies of the year. I remember telling you, being like, hey, Blackberry, this new movie, it's out. It's playing near us. You should go watch it. Yeah. And it's just, Glenn has such a, uh, obviously Glenn, uh, Glenn Howerton, he's from Always Sunny. Always Sunny yeah. I haven't seen Always Sunny, but now... I have this built-in perception of him that's almost irreversible where I'm like scared of him. Cause wow. he just plays. Oh, cause for me, I haven't watched always. Right. I've seen like little clips of it. I never was like, Oh, that's him. Like he's an actual actor, but this mm-hmm. guy's ruthless and in, in Blackberry. So good. He's just like down your throat. Like we need to control this business and have our shit together and make sure everything's running well. And if you don't fuck you, you need to have your shit or you're fucking getting out of the company. Yeah. And I'm I'm sitting there like, oh my God, he's like on this role. All over this role, he's on it. Yeah. And he has, and of course, and even even comedically, he has that one line oh, yeah. where he's at the NHL headquarters 
And he's just like, I'm from Waterloo, where the vampires hang out. And it's just like the most ridiculous, the self-absorbent, like, how can you not tell you're just acting ridiculous in front of all these people? And he plays it so straight. And it's just such a, he's so good in that movie. But he's going to get absolutely no recognition at all from the Academy or anything. I know. And it's such a bummer, too, because, like, you can tell that, like, like casting him was like kind of a risk kind of, and it's like you yeah. know he's like the always sunny funny guy and he's mm-hmm. all this shit but it's like you give him the chance to kind of let loose you're gonna get not only his kind of dry sarcastic asshole mm-hmm. attitude but you're also gonna get like a really kind of great performance like an unexpected mm-hmm. perf- and they always say comedic actors make really great dramatic actors we've seen this time and time again adam sandler's done it a few times you know, of course. and seeing Glenn kind of jump into that as well was was super fun. And I hope, I hope, in some world they give him another opportunity to do something like this on a bigger scale. Um, yeah, because I can really see. I think BlackBerry will like wind up becoming like this cult classic where it's like people watch it in years and they're like, yeah, how did this get nothing? Like it's like it's got that like uncut gems kind of underground shit yep. where it's like this is this is you know you know, down on the ground, dirty, kind of very like shaky cam shit. Like it's, it, it's got that kind of gritty thing where it's mm-hmm. like, this is what made Uncut Gems so great. This is what made Good Time so great. Uh, it's got that safety feel. And I think like, you know, give this director another chance, give, give this cast another chance to do something else like this. And I think maybe they can go all the way. Yeah, a lot of that, a lot of the field movie has to be credited to the director. Obviously, he plays a character in the movie too, Matt Johnson. Right. Yeah. After this movie, I've kind of looked into him, and he's a very like down to earth sort of like just like a normal sort of guy. And he has other productions that basically have the same sort of vibe, where it's kind of oh, not homemade, but like there's he has a show or he used to have a show on Vice called um, Nirvana the Band the Show. Yeah, and it is like this perfect blend of improv uh like scripted story and like real life stuff going on where they'll mm-hmm. they'll be like okay we're gonna go to this place in like a, a real town real people walking around and we're gonna have the story progress to this sort of space and they'll have people and they'll they'll add in random people that just kind of jump into their wacky sort of shenanigan that's going yeah. on and that plays like perfectly into this where you kind of feel like you're watching like these real events that are happening and it's not like necessarily actors that it's just like this is really what's going on at blackberry at the headquarters you're right and, and i let and i you're, that's a good point because it really did feel like it, and i didn't know a lot about this and i thought it was super cool to like learn about that and it felt mm-hmm. it felt real like you're saying because like the most well-known actor in the movie in my opinion jay baruchel they kind of put him in makeup and he looks different and like yeah. you got the white hair and shit at the end and it's like and then Glenn Howerton's fucking bald. Like, and say, it's like bald. and it's like they transform these people that mm-hmm. you're kind of familiar with and they make them so like they got against type. And it was yeah. it was brilliantly done. And yeah, it's one of those movies where like it's it's been sticking around toward like that top half of my best of list. I don't know if it's still in the top ten. I hope it is. Uh, if it's not, I'll rewatch it and love it again. Um but yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much best supporting actor in a nutshell. Rest in peace to Glenn Howerton. But like, I you know, he deserves another shot because like he he put in the work, and, it, and that's that's 
That's all that matters because we know he was good. And that's yeah. another thing because I remember I talked to uh, Max about this, the uh, the the host of Galaxy of Film. We talked about potentially doing like a what would we nominate kind of thing with each category. And I think Glenn Howerton's definitely going to be one of those. Best. He might even win our Best Supporting Pool. Who knows? Um, so that's something that we might do. And if we do that, yeah, spoilers, like, I'm making sure Glenn Howerton gets it. Like, <laughs> it's, it's one of the best performances, like, yeah, just period. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's our that's our kind of post-mortem already of Glenn <laughs> Howerton, because, yeah. like, there's no chance. But maybe we'll be surprised. Who knows? That would be yeah. what a, be what a, a Christmas a, gift. Obviously, that'd be a great just sort of shock out of nowhere. A miracle. Like, holy shit. Glenn Again, he, would, he would not win, unfortunately. Oh, no. But no. If he, even if he got nominated, that alone is that's like it. That's enough the win. Rec- recognition. Yeah. That's it. We're popping bottles if Glenn Howard's in this. <laughs> We're having a big party. It's over. Um, yeah, no, that pretty much does it for this episode, guys, of Awards Baits. Thanks so much for sticking around. This has been Best Supporting Actor. Ron, before we head out, do you have anything you want to plug? Any? I know you're not really a part of it. Anymore. Do you have anything, anything you uh, want to promote? I don't know. <laughs> go watch the other podcasts on Galaxy of Film. There you go. Anything else that's going on over there? Anything else going on? Yeah. Um, go check out Ron's brilliant performances on Mayhem Pictures. You can do that oh, too. You can go to that. You can check him out. <laughs> he is. Uh, he was. He was. He was top tier prime back then. Oh yeah. And it's you know. I was a workhorse. Fantastic stuff. <laughs> Every day we we got the Thompson brothers reunited. Oh oh yeah. Oh, on this always. podcast. Yeah. On this, just, just go, go take a look at that catalog and enjoy yourself. Have an evening and just, just relish in Ron's performances on there. <laughs> but yeah, guys, uh, check out uh, the new short film, Novex. It's out now. Uh, it's a good time. I enjoyed it. Um, it'll be linked in the podcast description, and I'm sure there'll be an ad at the beginning of this episode. If there's not, then um, go check it out. It's on YouTube now. It's on the Galaxy of Film YouTube channel. Uh, go subscribe to us on all the Apple podcasts, things like that, all the podcast feeds, uh, rate the podcast, engage with it, uh, share it, um, follow us on Instagram, join the Facebook group, all of these things and more. And we're recording this early, Ronnie, but it's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a wonderful holiday. And uh, we'll be back. We'll be back in about two weeks, guys. We'll be back with... Uh, I think it'll be, what'll it be? It'll be December the next time we talk. So we'll have a lot more of a brighter picture of the Academy Awards coming up. We will have seen a lot of these movies that have yet to be released. We've got Saltburn. We've got Napoleon. We've got Maestro. Like I said, all these things are coming out. So stay tuned for all of that. We'll have much more informed predictions moving forward because we'll have seen these movies. So thank you so much for listening. Appreciate you taking the time and we will see you in the next one. Have a good one, guys. Bye.